Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at sentfromdisneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or from my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Monica Seats Vega, Scott Booker, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, Joe Gamble, and Sheila Harry. C-ticket patrons, series inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, and Patty Wool. B-Ticket Patrons, the Disney Rewind Podcast, and Jeff and Paige Orton. And to the A-Ticket Patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelica Nablock, and the All Aboard Podcast. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Mark Twain leaving the dock at Frontierland and heading for a trip around the rivers of America. You can see the Golden Horseshoe, the gazebo on the river, and if you look closely, you can see the top of Sleeping Beauty Castle. On the back it reads, Mark Twain. Goodbyes have been said, and the Mark Twain pulls away from the little Frontierland town in Disneyland to take passengers on a nostalgic ride down the rivers of America. Color photo by Fritz Musser. It's not fully postmarked, but has a Support Our Crusade for Freedom cancel and a two-cent red Jefferson postage stamp, Scott number 1033. I assume they visit the park on Friday, March 22nd, 1957, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 65 and a low of 54. Park attendance that day was 4,279. It's addressed to a Mrs. James L. Pratt of Seattle, Washington. It reads... 3.22.57. Hi, Donna and Jim. We had a marvelous day yesterday visiting five hours at Disneyland and riding on this boat, train, tubs, horse and buggy, and everything else. We then went to Knott's Berry Farm for chicken dinner and looked over the place for four hours. The weather was perfect. Love, Mother. XOXO. Please save card. I chose this Frontierland postcard to talk about a specific restaurant. Don DeFore's Silver Banjo Barbecue opened on June 15, 1957. Don DeFore was an actor who Walt had met in the 1950s, when DeFore was the president of the National Academy of Television, Arts, and Sciences. Walt was interested in meeting DeFore, who had recently worked with NBC to do the first live broadcast of the Emmy Awards. DeFore and his family were invited to the opening day of Disneyland and were featured in Autopia cars during the opening day parade. A few years later, Walt contacted DeFore when there was an opening in Frontierland for a new restaurant. Casa de Fritos had moved to a larger location, which created an open spot next to Aunt Jemima's Pancake House, now the River Bell Terrace, and the Oaks Tavern, now the Stage Door Cafe. Moving Casa de Fritos allowed for more theming in that area. The Oaks Tavern, Silver Banjo Barbecue, and Pancake House would form a mini-land known as New Orleans Street. Almost ten years before New Orleans Square would be dedicated, DeFore had not worked in the restaurant industry before, so his brother Vern joined him and enrolled in a UCLA extension course in restaurant management. After completing the course, the brothers came up with some interesting names for their new restaurant, like Don DeFore's Ox Yoke Barbecue, or Don DeFore's Bean Palace, or 
Don DeFore's Barn. They decided on the name Don DeFore's Silver Banjo Barbecue for the restaurant, named after a silver banjo that their father had received while working as a locomotive engineer traveling from Louisiana. One of my favorite features of the restaurant was the Silver Banjo Barbecue postcard. On the left-hand side, there was an image of Don DeFore holding a banjo on the drum head of another banjo, sheet music, and a cornet, all in a decorative frame. On the right-hand side of the postcard, it read, Down on New Orleans Street, over in Frontierland, near Tom Sawyer Island, is Don DeFore's Silver Banjo in Enchanting Disneyland. Finest barbecue this side of the Mississippi. Ribs, beef, pork, and chicken. Everyone most cordially welcome. The restaurant serves sandwiches with beef, pork, or ham, or a combination for 85 cents, including coleslaw, chicken dinners for $1.75, and spare ribs for $1.85, which both included barbecued baked beans, or french fries, coleslaw, and a roll with butter, children's plates for $1.20, and drinks including coffee, milk, orangeade, grape juice, and lemonade. The location was small, and Don DeFore purchased a small house near the park to be close and to store inventory and supplies. The restaurant was also blocked by trees and umbrellas. DeFore once tried to lure guests in by using his own version of a smellitalizer by heating up pots filled with water and onions in front of the restaurant. The hope was to attract guests with a savory smell, but Disneyland management stopped this practice. Do you know what's great to put on a special greeting card? Vintage stamps from Enfield Post. Be sure to check out the special Sunday sales at EP Sunday Sale on Instagram. It's a great way to add a little bit of flair to a birthday card, holiday card, or a postcard. That's EP Sunday Sale on Instagram, or you can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E N F I E L D. P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the Matterhorn. You can see guests walking near the base of the Matterhorn, and on the right, you can see part of the House of the Future. On the back, it reads, Matterhorn, Tomorrowland. Disneyland's newest landmark, the snow-capped Matterhorn, towers majestically over all of the Magic Kingdom. Two high-speed bobsled runs carry guests down its slopes and through a glacier grotto inside the mountain. It's postmarked August 18, 1961, with a Los Angeles cancel and a three-cent purple Liberty postage stamp, Scott number 1035. I assume they visit the park on Thursday, August 17th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 87 and a low of 63. Park attendance that day was 31,031. It's addressed to a Miss Sally Cox of Pottersville, New York. It reads, Friday, AM. Dear Sally, saw Knott's Berry Farm Ghost Town this morning. Am in Hollywood Studios, Chinese Theater, Hollywood and Vine, Sunset Boulevard. Headed for Sequoia National Park, Giant Redwood Trees. Love, Martin. The Silver Banjo ran into some other issues once due to the barbecue sauce becoming a challenge to keep in stock. At the time, Vern was traveling to Love's Pit Barbecue in the San Fernando Valley. Vern asked Mr. Love to lower the price per gallon, but he refused. They attempted to make their own barbecue sauce by recreating Love's by having a sample tested at the UCLA labs. The results were inconclusive, so the DeFore brothers began experimenting with their own barbecue sauces, inviting friends over for research purposes. Eventually, they made their own barbecue sauce, which they claimed was better than Love's. 
The Silver Banjo Barbecue would eventually close in 1961 due to pressure from the city of Anaheim and their concerns with the size of the kitchens at Disneyland. To comply with regulations, Aunt Jemima's Pancake House Kitchen was expanded, incorporating the Silver Banjo Kitchen. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has a red rabbit decorated with flowers, holding the numbers 2023. Written in the ear of the rabbit is Year of the Rabbit. It's postmarked January 20th, 2023, with a New York, New York cancel, and a four-cent Atomic Energy Act Peaceful Uses Brian McMahon postage stamp, and a 40-cent Philip Maisie Patriot Remembered U.S. Airmail postage stamp, Scott number 12,000 and C98, respectively. It reads, Happy Year of the Rabbit. Cheers, Lisa Luluvision. Thank you so much for the postcard, Lisa. This is a good reminder of the Lunar New Year and that the price of postage has gone up. Just a reminder to my listeners, postcards now cost 48 cents to mail, letters an ounce or less, 63 cents, and international postcards and letters an ounce or less, $1.45. Now, if you use forever postage, now if you use forever stamps, these prices don't have an immediate effect until you go to purchase stamps. If you enjoy adding some flair to your outgoing mail, like LuluVision and other Art Throwdown friends, be sure to grab some extra postage before heading out. I'm excited to see and experience the Lunar New Year event over at Disney California Adventure next weekend. I always love the food and holiday happenings. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sentfromdisneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guests of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. 